Welcome to the Milk Room Podcast, where fashion, art, and entrepreneurship meet. Join us as we explore stories from our creative community. Hi, well, welcome to the Milk Room Podcast. We're here. So, um, introduce yourself. What's your name? Yeah, my name is James. I go by South by Night. Uh, I make music. I've been making music for a long time. I do a lot of other things too, but um, for me, music has always been like the one thing that I'm really good at. The one thing that I uh, I know I can do. Nah, I, ooh, I like that. Like, know what you can do. Like, you're born to make music type of guy. Yeah, 100. I feel that way. Now I've known you for a bit, so like I know your music. And so, um, how's your journey been like? Because I know you're from you're from Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah, you're from Rhode Island. You came out here to Cali. How's your Cali journey been? Yeah, I came out here. Um, about seven or eight years ago, uh, as you know, and actually my friend DJ Graphics, who's also been here, you can shout out Graphics, you, did a, you get to your listening party here with him. Yes. Um, he convinced me to move out here uh, a while back, and obviously, you know, I mean, you went to the same school. It was a combination of a bunch of things, but yeah. I, I How'd you get in touch with Graphics? How did you find me? He actually, yeah, he found me on uh, on SoundCloud. Uh, Why can I have SoundCloud this? Yes, I was I was big into SoundCloud uh, way back in the day. Yeah, he found me, DM me through there, and I was like, oh, I'm actually you know moving to Thousand Oaks because he's like, oh, I'm in California, you should come out here. And one thing went to another, and then yeah, that's how I made my first um, you know musical connection out here. Uh, okay, that's dope. That's dope. And so, how many projects have, have you had to been out here? Damn, bro, I feel. Like, um, at least what projects has like really resonated with you with, with your career since you've been yeah, here? We did uh, Call Me When You Need Me, the orange one that was like my first like compilation album. Okay. Um, that was a big album. Yeah, it was. And it was what kind of got me my first little, um, you know, people actually listening to my music, like my first little, uh, little shine there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. And then we did uh, Camp Part One. Um, and then you and the moon, which was you know my favorite of all of them, um, and that's kind of you know when I was when I was first out here, that was kind of like the big the big goal, the big project was to to finish you and the moon finally. Why was that such a big project for you? What was it? Dude, those those songs really, those songs really mean a lot to me. And you know me and Tan, shout out Tans, uh, Bango, I'm not that man. Yeah, he's crazy. He's going crazy. Uh, but yeah, me and Tans really, really put our heart and soul into into those songs. He, you know, did all the production. I obviously did all the all the singing, all the recording, um, and a lot of the mixing too. And then we had you know some help uh, for the for the masters for like the final mixes. But that's dope. That sounds like a big process. I didn't even go about your recording process or like your ideation process of the whole yeah the entire album. Um, a lot of it was in Santa Barbara, uh, recording over there, you know, okay. saying. um, a lot of it was at my place too, in North Hollywood, uh, where I was living back then. Um, so it's just kind of a combination of finding time to record, which I always have a lot of, um, you know, I always take, dedicate time to, to recording. Um, but then just making sure that everything was good and, you know, looking back at it now, like I'm so much better musically now. And I know how things should sound, um, but I'm still not, you know, where I want to be at musically. And so we're we're still kind of chasing 
uh, you know, my sound, and I'm still trying to find my unique sound. I have my style for sure. Mm -hmm. The um, difference between sound and style. That's a really good. That's a really really good question, man. I feel like sound is you know through the dog and the energy and the vocal takes, you know, use of auto tune, use of effects. It kind of goes into that. Style is more just like everything else, you know. Style is everything that isn't that. Um, at least to me, you know. So style would be like you would example. Yeah, just like album art. Oh, okay, okay. The way yeah. I dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, the more like an aesthetic almost. Aesthetic is yeah. that's an even better word. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, it's a trip. No, that you're like speaking on it. Like when you're a music artist, you're really almost in a sense like not trying to get crazy deep or anything, but like you're finding yourself and. Yeah, I knew like the hardest part when making music is like getting over your voice, right? Like you're like, dang, I sound weird. Dang, I sound weird. Yes. And one that's like, now I'm trying to like, you try to imitate people and emulate people. Yes. If you want to sound like that and you're not happy with it, but then you're like, gotta put out music. So like, you know, but it's like, and that it's always a work in progress. So it is, it's always a work in progress. And for me, it was never, like I have songs that sound like other artists for sure, but I was never trying to like duplicate or replicate anybody. I always had my own unique vision for, you know, the sound by night stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just not there yet. Like I, I'm still, ch I'm still chasing that vision. Dude, that's so, crazy. So like for, for, I just thought about this, I'm tripping out right now. So when you're having a vision in music, you're not like really seeing it. You're like futurizing sounds. Yes, and that's a trip. Like most people are like, you manifest like you see things, which I kind of like, you know, like walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, right. it's easier to probably like visualize something, but like to try to hear something is yes. like a way different type of vision to have. And you know, anyone that's musical kind of knows you hear, sometimes it's like you hear yourself singing certain lyrics in your head, um, or even if it's just a melody that plays in your head and then trying to Trying to find that physically, you know, on a keyboard uh, days later is a challenge, you know, and a lot of people don't want to get into, you know, the nitty gritty of music because they don't really know what it is. And a lot of artists, too, we know some, um, you know, people just they have a team that creates all their music for them mm -hmm. and they don't really know how to create music themselves. And so it's tough, you know, um, but for me, it's always been music first and that's hurt me a lot i've lost friends you know um but that's always been super important to me is like music first you know yeah that's dope no you got to put everything into it and so as you're putting everything into it we're on this conversation of like music you know you're evolving as a musician and getting better and and finding yourself what's this kind of next step in finding yourself? What's this next project you're working on? Yeah, um, it's coming out next month, uh, I think on the 31st. Okay. Um, it's gonna be eight songs. No title? Uh, no title yet. Working no title. Title. Well, I know the title, but it, there's a few different names it could be. Um, you gotta say it, you know, you gotta be like, yeah, it's like, never drop it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, you know, that's another thing like I'm so bad at is promotion. Okay. It's always been my struggle. We go back to like music first and how you and I know a lot of people who mm -hmm. like they have teams who create their production, create their lyrics and everything. And for me, like I always tried to do everything myself and it, it hurt me a lot. And it wasn't until I got help from Tans 
graphics, you, you know, uh, a lot of people that we know, you know, I, I started recording with Chris and Ty and TJ, you know, um, it wasn't until I'd started doing that when people started really listening to my stuff, actually like mm -hmm. listening to my music. And um, as an artist, you know, we're given a voice, you know, but some people don't have like, you know, I don't have that many listeners at all. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's just like being okay with that, you know. Yeah, it's a part. It's still it's still music first at the end of the day. Right. No, definitely. Yeah, you can definitely get caught up in in the head with with nobody listening to music. I mean, back in the day, they were just struggling trying to get it played on the radio, and now it's like you can get it played anywhere. But now it's like so saturated. It's like, bro, I can literally, yeah, like I can literally spend thirty dollars on a setup, a little USB mic, make a song. And that song can go viral the next day or that night. Yeah. It's insane. It's so insane. And it's, it's saturated the market. But anything that brings music to more people, and you know this, and it, like anything that brings music to more people has to be a good thing. It has to be. Even with the AI stuff, people talk about like how bad AI is. There's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. um, but anything that brings music to more faces and you know more audiences it's like there's some good in that you know? no there's definitely good in music and, and music helps people through a lot of different situations yeah and so on, on speaking on that and those those what how does your music help what type of person listens to your music are you envisioning someone helping with your music yeah um my music has always been a little bit of things that i've been through and a little bit of fantasy too um, like a combination of that. And so I feel like, you know, someone who listens to my, my music, depending on the song, um, a lot of people go through like a lot of shit, man. Like I know you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot too. Um, it's about getting through that and being stronger, you know? And I feel like at the end of the day, that's, that's what I hope, you know, that's what I hope, uh, someone that listens to my music feels like that there's a sense of like, I got this. Yeah, since I hope that's dope. Exactly. And so, you got any favorite songs or singles off this album that you would? Yeah, yeah. Um, Line Drive is gonna be a good song on there. Um, for the first track to oh, yeah. intro track. Intro tracks are always the most important track. Yeah. Any features on it? Uh, no features. No solo. He says solo. Um. But Tenants helped out a lot with uh, the production. Um, so yeah, it should be a lot of fun. You collab with anybody other than Tanner? Yeah. Uh, I got a song with uh, my friend Nina. He goes so hard. Uh, shout out Nina. We'll have to, we'll have to drop, uh, drop his link. Um, but yeah, we got this super hard song that we just did. I got a song with, uh, with Ray Nash. His name's Taylor, shout out Ray Nash. Oh yeah, Ray Nash pulled up on the podcast once and it was just by yeah. We had the we had there was too many uh we kind of released it there was just too many uh too many um secrets that were revealed on the podcast kind of couldn't drop unfortunately it was it dope happens. though we got we yeah. we found out a lot of stuff but it was just like he's selling too many NBAs that we couldn't really release it so we had to uh, yeah we yeah. he's got he's got a lot of crazy stories dude yeah yeah it was just like a lot of crazy stories shout out Ray shout out Ray shout out Taylor yep uh, they all pulled up to the uh, shop for it um. They were just a get together now. I don't remember why they pulled up, but it was a dope fun night. Yeah, man. We'll have to um we'll have to do something 
we'll have to do another event here soon. Yeah, no, we definitely have to do another event. I mean, we also, I feel like the events help people like connect with the music. When I when I find artists, at least that I've loved, like, uh, let me give an example. Uh, Mahi Jordan was really dope seeing live. So I like, I was like cool with them. And then I saw a live and I was like, being really dope. And so like, though, I feel like those in-person moments you never forget. And that's, I feel like that's where a lot of artists struggle with with their fan bases like they they don't tour enough or they don't go connect with people and then it's yeah. like and there's also too many people touring and they're not yeah. in the studio and sometimes you know, goes to the kitchen and or, all this stuff yeah, yeah or they're making too much content but they're not doing enough like perfecting their voice or their yeah. production or their knowledge or you know there's so many levels to the music there's so many levels and and you're right with trying to find sort of that middle ground where like you're doing enough of everything that's so difficult to do and so difficult to find. For me, like I've always been studio first mm -hmm. and it's not always a good thing because I'm always making music, I'm always recording, right. but like I'm not doing like enough outside things, you know, and so yeah. it's, it's sort of chasing that, um, that middle ground again. Uh, so important. I am a little ground the corner. I, I think it's important for artists to decide what type of music artist they want to be. So like, yeah, I, I found this early just in business, what type of business person I want to be. And it's not even like ethically or like good or bad or like, it's more of just like the lifestyle you want to live. So like yeah. for me, it's like we have, we went from one shop to three shops. And then I realized with those three shops, how much work, how much friends I lost, time, so much energy, money. Yeah. I was like, I really liked it better when we had one store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we had cool events. I got connected with the homies. We're making money. Things are good. Things are less stressful. And so to turn around back into music, it's like a lot of people say they want to be like this quote say trait. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like the level of sacrifice you have to get to is so much. And that's there's so much sacrifice, dude. Or like even mentally too, like right, like Taylor Swift over here getting bashed on national TV left or right. It's like I don't think you really want to deal with that. You can barely mentally get over the people around you. you yeah, know? it's like the people the people you know very well are one thing. Um, yeah, once strangers start attacking you, that's like a whole different ballgame. Right. So it's like fold artists, like I feel like some art like there's some artists that are really good at understanding who they want to be as an artist, like party next door. He doesn't want to be like a big time radio hit guy. You're like, I just like making music for me. Yeah. I got to put out songs for the label and then I do production and writing work. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. And he, Shadow Party Next Door, just such a, he's always been a huge inspiration to me. Uh, I really fuck with his music. And yeah, dude, it's just about finding your lane. Right now, that's why still, I think it's dope that you like, still haven't found it. Like, yeah. I still haven't, I, I've, I've, I've gone in the right direction. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, but yeah, it's a it's always a, a huge process. Damn, it's dope. Um, I wanted to ask you, so how's the music scene in Rhode Island? What's like East Coast? You don't really shout care. out, uh, shout out daughters, great band out of Rhode Island. You guys got a lot of rock bands out there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good rock bands. Um, damn, bro. Yeah, Little Rush. Shout out Little Rush. Little Rush. Okay. Um, is he a rapper or is he a rock band? He's a rapper. Okay, I figured the little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Daughter's a great band out of Rhode Island. But honestly, dude, that, like, there's not a lot of like huge artists coming out of Rhode Island. Uh, 
right now. And it's only like 10, 15 minutes from New York, right? On, uh, a little bit more than that. Hour yeah. or two? Uh, like three hours to change. Oh, okay. So from a city. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, dude, there's there's always been a ton of good music coming out of Rhode Island. Um, as far as like big artists out of Rhode Island, you know, I can't think of any like blue that's on the head. Um, but there's always good music coming out of there, man. There's a lot of cool places there. Um, you know, to still go to shows, like a lot of cool venues up over there. Um, but for me, I always knew, like, from the beginning, I wanted to go to LA. Like, I wanted to go to LA. That was my place. Gotta go to California. Oh, and so I didn't ditch my, you know, Rhode Island roots. I didn't ditch my East Coast roots. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm happier here. Yeah. Is it everything you thought it was gonna be? I will say this everything about California, like all the pros to me, still outweigh the cons. Okay. And there's a lot of cons <laughs> to living in California. Yeah. Um, fuck Newsom. <laughs> we'll say that. Um, but the, the pros to me still outweigh the cons. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, um, yeah. California is a, is a cool place. I always, um, I love being out here too from <clears throat> not growing up here, but I, I know a lot of people that come out here for like music or like, or whatever they're doing for like a couple weeks or like days at a time. They're like, man, I love it here. I'm like, man, this is every weekend for us. <laughs> you, have no, like, you have no idea. Like the amount of like, I, that was me too. Coming here, not actually living out here, but visiting and being like, yo, I like it so far. No, it's fun. And sometimes taking for granted when we're out here, we're like, man, we're over this, this, and that. But so then, like, other places, it's like, you really can't. There's not a lot of exploration as there is out here. I mean, there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot going on. But here, there's always something going on, which is cool. Yeah. And then you got New York. I mean, New York's another animal. Like, that'd be a, a cool place to live. Yeah. They got it worse with the living out there than the <laughs> I mean, it's like flooded right now. It's like flooded out in New York. Yeah, shout out to New York, pray for New York. Um, another great city. I lived out there for a little bit. Oh, for real? Um, briefly. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. Not for me. Yeah, no. I, I haven't visited New York. Well, I visited New York, but I haven't lived out there. I spent a season out there fully. But maybe one day. But for now, LA is home. And the. So what is your single dropping? Uh, it's gonna be October thirty first, I think. Oh, Halloween vibes. Okay. Halloween vibes. Yes. Okay. 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 Well, I'm eight songs. Eight songs. Eight songs. Oh, the whole EP's dropping October thirty first. Yes. Are we releasing any singles before? No. Oh, it's just straight coming out. All right. So October thirty first. Where can we find you at? Uh, Instagram, Sound by Night. Spotify, Apple Music, Sound by Night. Everything, Sound by Night. Easy. Soundbynight.com. Um. Yeah. Sound by that. What you guys have here first, I'm thank you for coming to the No Groom Podcast.